It's P. And B. No fucking, fucking J. J. Welcome, everyone. We got weather, traffic, traffic, weather. Um, not really. Uh, welcome to our new podcast, P and B, no J. Um, I'm here with <laughs> BB. He's the B. Hi. I'm the I've, P. I'm, uh, okay. And, uh, basically what this is, is like, I've always been saying we gotta do a podcast. We gotta do a podcast. We gotta do a podcast. Because we're always rambling at each other about random stuff and talking about stuff. And I always think it's interesting. And we're gonna see if that is today. So, how was your day, blood? I'm not even, not even, um, I'm not even day, blood anymore. How, how was I, your whole week? What, what's been going on? My entire week. Um, well, have I got a story for you, buddy. Because uh, my school was canceled last Monday due to a bomb threat. Got to love the 21st this... century. Yeah, an yeah. amazing story. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the same thing happened to my sister. Like they, not even my sister, She, uh, they had a bomb threat. And they were contemplating on laying the school out, and people just walked out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, there's a bomb, possibly? Should we let them out? No, that's fine, they'll live. I uh. think I think once there's a bomb threat, you let people out. Yeah, that's, like, should be, like, completely the entire rule. Uh, not, should we let them out yet? Not wait until, oh, yeah, no, definitely, you guys should leave. So how but, yeah. So, how did it work for you? Uh, basically, we all got a text on our phones, like, simultaneous, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's weird. Uh, and our teacher was like, uh, so, I got that text too, you guys. And then we cleared out, and then everyone went home. Did they get the guy? Did they find the guy? Oh, yeah, they found the, the lady who was calling him. There was no actual bomb. Uh, they found the lady who was calling in, uh... Turns out she was a student there, and she was 38 years old, which, so, that doesn't make sense to me, because if you're gonna do this, you'd expect to be, like, a young student who has to be there, not somebody who's very clearly just willingly there, because if you're a 38-year-old student, why the hell would you cancel school for yourself? Man, I don't get that, like, like... It's not even the canceling at school, It's it's gotta be something mentally upstairs that went wrong somewhere. Yeah. Something went wrong, and she got, like, someone's like, why are you 38 in, in college? Like, something happened. Absolutely. Something triggered her. Anyways, how was your day, or week, I guess, is what we're going with. Yeah, so, my week. Uh, not as eventful as yours. Um, <laughs> I finished, uh, I finished my series that I started about five months ago of playing all the Devil May Cry games. And it didn't take nice. me that long. It's funny. It didn't take me that long to beat the Devil May Cry games. It's just I kept on pausing it. Because some of the games are just really bad or boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I was a big fan of Devil May Cry 3. Yeah. That game still holds up. It's still good. That's not the game I started with, though. I started with DMC Devil May Cry. Because I figured mm-hmm. it's the it's not even part of the timeline. But if it would, would be, it would be before everything. That game is fucking good. I don't care what anybody says. The gameplay is fucking awesome. The storylines, eh, but like the gameplay is awesome. It's fun. Uh, I've, don't like... I've never played a single one of those games, so I can't really. Oh my god, say. they're so good. They're so good. You can get them for the PS4 too. They're so good. Well, there's a character from them in uh, Smash Bros, right? No. <laughs> oh, Not at all. He's in PlayStation All Stars. That's what I was thinking of. And it's not even the real good one. Um, it's the bad Dante that everybody doesn't like. That's from DMC, Devil May Cry. But yeah, DMC Devil May Cry was good. Three still holds up really well. And here's where we start getting into the uh, with me. One didn't hold up at all with me. I hated <laughs> that game so much. It was very difficult and not in the fun way like Dark Souls or Bloodborne. I beat the game and was like fine i'm done with that i don't have to, uh, the story was really good the story was really good the acting not so much back then the acting wasn't like top priority yeah that, i mean resident evil proves that and by the way i was playing these games in chronological order of the story if no one's understanding this that's why i went from dmc to three to one because the game story is fucking weird in that way so i went from one to f- four 
Uh, so you went through it like Danganronpa style. That's for, that's for 12 people. <laughs> it's basically, I went through it storyline-wise and not um, ah, game-wise. So, so like watching Star the first, uh, the, the first Star Wars after the prequels. No, I watched... It, it would be like watching the prequels first, then the original yeah, trilogy. So that, that's, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, so I played 4 next. Because it's next mm-hmm. in the timeline, apparently. That game is okay, but God, is it not interesting at all. <laughs> that game is not interesting. Ah, it's just boring? Like not, e- not even... What? I don't... Just keep going. Did you say boring like Ant-Man? <laughs> yes, I did. Fuck you. <laughs> Ant-Man was a boring movie. That movie was awesome. I loved that movie. Anyways, uh, that'll be a discussion for next time, but... <laughs> was Ant-Man boring good? Discussion today. There will be a discussion today, but like... I mean, it could it could bleed into our topic today. Ooh. Cliffhanger. That, well, Is it, it a thing? Yeah. It's, it's, it's part of one of our things. We didn't plan this because we had plans earlier, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, so, we were supposed to be recording a thing, but Rain decided, no, you're not going to be doing that thing. But yeah. hey, this is, I mean, this should be fun. Yeah, so next time we'll have more of a, not, not what's it called, not a schedule, a, but like a, a checklist game plan. of, yeah, a game plan, checklist of things to go through. I mean, but anyways. We, I, think, I think we're already working on a good segment here that I think we could repeat is, how was your week? Yeah, how was your week? We're always going to start with, how was your week? But, a world famous segment, how was your week? But like, four... Four, it was a good game. I had fun with it, and you know the story was eh. It wasn't too. It wasn't like boring, but it was like not really that interesting. Is the best way to describe it. Then I played two. Everybody hates two. I played it when I was a kid, and I liked it. Came back to it, and I'm like, now I know why everybody hates two. The story, oh my god, it's like it's broken into two character storylines, but the storylines you can't play them at the same time. So it's like you're getting only half the story the first time you play, and it's like... Ah, like WrestleMania 2. Like, it doesn't make sense, like, on its own, if you're only playing as Dante. You have to play as the other girl. And even then, the storyline's so, like, non-existent and boring, and the gameplay is boring. Like, it's not even bad gameplay, it's just, like, everything can be killed with the guns. With distance and the guns, and you can all you have to do is stand back and just shoot. And, like, everything dies. Ah, the best kind of game. It's so damn easy, and it's a like slash 'em up. It's a beat 'em up, slash 'em up type deal. That's the Devil May Cry games. It's like God of War. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so like when you have like a game where everything can be killed by standing backwards and holding the guns and shooting them, like, like it's just makes the game so much more uninteresting. Because not only is everything easy, but everything's easy and the story's boring. So that's why everybody hates it. I didn't hate playing it as much as I hated one, but at least one had good things I could talk about. I mean, at least one, like, spawned an amazing franchise. Okay, so next thing, let's 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 talk about why you hate Ant-Man. What's wrong with Ant-Man? I don't hate Ant-Man. I don't hate Ant-Man at all. I just, it, it bored me. Why, why bored inter- you? To me, nothing interesting happened to that movie up until freaking Yellow Jacket got run over with a toy train. Really? Yeah. Because I loved it. I thought it was great. I, Paul Paul Rudd was charming because it's impossible for him not to be. Uh, Michael Douglas, he plays Hank Pym, right? Yeah. Michael Douglas, uh, also an amazing an amazing performance, but like the story to me was just, okay, I've seen this before. And it was just like, boring. Like, I'm, I'm still excited for uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp because... It's going to be a good movie. Ant-Man was a good movie. It was boring. Oh, In my man. opinion. In my opinion, at least. It was just, to me, just boring. That was it. I just liked all the goofy side characters, all the goofy bits. I, I just loved it. I don't know why. Yeah, like, it was... Like, it was a, like, it was a good movie. Like, I, I'm probably not going to watch it again, just because, like I said, and it was Anthony bo- died. Boring. Come on, dude. Anthony died. You can't say you can't say a movie where Anthony, the ant, that I got I'm never going to so shed attached. a tear... I'm never gonna shed a tear over a bug. Uh, unless bug, it, it was unless Anthony. it's the cockroach from Wally. If the cockroach from Wally dies, then I'll shed a tear. But other than that, no. It was Anthony, man. Anthony has back every time. Uh, 
Anyways, he was picking favorites out of his aunts. What an asshole. Anyways. But yeah. Should we get into our, should we get into our topic for the day? Um, is it really a topic or a segment? Because I have one more thing to say about Ant-Man. Alright, go ahead. This is an Ant-Man segment now. I'm just glad they didn't have Hank Pym be like, Yeah, I beat the shit out of my wife. <laughs> no, that's that's what Scott Lane's gonna start doing to, uh... Shit, what's her name? Uh, I don't uh, even so- remember. Whatever Hank Pym's daughter's name is, he's just gonna backhand her. Be like, I oh learned that from God. your father. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even read those comic books, but like just knowing what happens and all the all right, fucked up so, shit with Hank Pym. So there's there's a reason for that. I'm I'm a comic book nerd, uh, very much so. By and the way, the we're, reason we're we're both this is all like a nerd podcast. We're gonna be talking about like Absolutely. wrestling, wrestling, anime, all that good shit, video games, and all that crap. If you're but, into a nerdy subject, we will touch it on it at least once. But we uh, are but, both into different things in every genre. So, like, I'm a bigger DC guy, and he's a bigger Marvel guy. I'm no way, like, a huge DC guy, but, like, I know little to nothing about Marvel. I, I'm British wrestling, he's Japanese wrestling. Like, we're just two ends of a spectrum, but that somehow converge. But, yeah, Ant-Man, basically what happens is the, the more, uh, what's the word? Exposure you have to pin particles, they mess with your head. So, that's why uh, Hank Pym slowly got worse and worse as a person to where at one point he was basically just a villain so basically scott lang is slowly going to become more and more terrible as a person i hope not i hope they retcon that i don't want i think i think it's a it's a good like basically it's a good like caveat because like or else he's just a super powerful dude you need a caveat to keep him in check you know uh, what they should do, though? They yeah. should make it in Ant-Man and the Wasp. They should have something where Hank Pym alludes to the fact that he was going a little more and more... Uh, villainous. Villainous in his actions. As, but, like, that's the whole and th- thing. And that's why he's not Hank Pym. He's still Hank Pym. That's why he's not Ant-Man anymore. Yeah, and, like, that, and like now their goal is to find a way to counteract that for Scott. Yeah, I think, I think that would be pretty cool. Because uh, how does Scott get away with it in the comic books? Or does he uh, fall he victim? Doesn't. He, he slowly becomes worse and worse, too. That, there's a lot of different Ant-Men. Uh, like uh, Black Goliath, we were talking about earlier. He was um, he took over for Ant-Man at one point uh, before he be- just became Goliath. Off video uh, earlier, by the way. Yeah, off video, I know. But like that's, that's why I, I, I made sure to phrase that that way. But uh, like uh, there was another, uh, another Ant-Man, Eric O'Grady, who... Uh, what was, he was called the irredeemable Ant-Man. Basically, he was a criminal and an asshole beforehand. So when he put on the suit, he just got even worse, and it was an amazing run. Uh, but yeah. Uh, when you said he was a criminal and shit, I was like, so Scott, so Scott in the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, but like a like a bad criminal. Scott okay. Lang did did bad things for good reasons. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just it it's basically. Whoever's Ant-Man is doomed to uh, to lose their goodness. And then basically. he then he becomes the Wasp later. Yeah. It's all weird. Do you want to get into our next segment? Yeah, if you wanna. Next segment. By I the love... way, that will that will be a weekly recurring uh, segment, Ant-Man talk. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can keep up Ant-Man talk for every week. <laughs> Every um, week we'll we'll find a new. He's gonna be our mascot. Uh. <laughs> oh, not Quang or Kerwin White this time. <laughs> it'll it'll be Kerwin White wearing an Ant Man mask. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Okay, with <laughs> Quang next to him. <laughs> Quang is the Wasp. <laughs> people who don't understand, who who don't watch wrestling, are gonna be so confused by that little segment. People- People who don't understand what we're... We're even res- referencing thing wrestling fans. Why are they talking about Kerwin White and Quang? <laughs> like, <laughs> just go to our YouTube channel. You'll yeah, figure uh, it out. YouTube channels, me, BB Corp. Me, BB Corp. Uh, I, my channel, youtube.com slash BB Corp. His channel, Preston Yui. Uh, not the URL, though. We'll fix that in the future. But yeah, yes. check those out if you're interested in anything we talk about. Preferably, preferably when we make wrestling references. If you like those, definitely check out our channels. Uh, if you like video game stuff, check out mostly Preston's channel. I'm more wrestling based. But yeah, 
there we go. Uh, next segment, I guess. Next segment is another thing that I am more into than Buddha is top ten list because sometimes oh, they're they're so fucking dumb. And this or is going so to be good. Just gonna say, generally, this will be the main segment of our our podcast. Like everything will change, like from time to time. Like we'll talk about different subjects, but there will always be a top ten list that he reads off to me, and I inevitably go, "Why?" and "Who cares?" too. Because I'm not a big fan of top ten lists. Matthew Santoro, I'll check out occasionally. Watch Mojo is the scum of the earth. But yeah, uh, oh, it's just it's not really my thing. But dude, it's dude, fun I, to see my reactions. I guess I, I love Watch Mojo for the reasons they don't want me to love them. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, that's the dumbest thing people have ever said on earth. Um, but yeah, I've subscribed subscribed to people just because I like their top tens. I'm a big top ten guy, so. This is not top 10, this is a top 15, but it's good enough. We are going to dive into the top 15 Marvel characters, even true fans. Even true fans? Even true fans. Oh my god. Didn't know already were in the MCU. And I've skimmed through this, you're going to enjoy this, because it's a whole big batch of dumb. So I'm not even going to read the article, because if you want to read the article, we'll do something with the link. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'll put it in the uh, description of the cast. But, uh, I'm going to refer to the article if we're confused on something, but, like, yeah. but like I'm only uh, reading the top 15s and 10s. Yeah, just, like, just if you want, just, like, skim through the article, like, just look over it, like, as we're t- while we're talking about it, see if there's anything stupid or interesting that jumps out at you. Yeah, like, for example, on this list, if we're, like, who is Quang in the Marvel Universe? And I'm, like, skimming through, oh, he was one of the X-Men in X... Yeah, Force WXG number nine, whatever. If we don't know who someone is. Yeah, alright, so who's number 15, I guess? Number 15, Red Hulk. Oh yeah, uh, freaking Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, so a true fan wouldn't know Thunderbolt Ross was in the movie, that he's Red Hulk? I, I, I think most people know that uh, Thunder... I, I keep almost saying Everett Ross. Everett Ross is a completely different character who also has the last name Ross. But uh, yeah, Thunderbolt Ross, freaking... I think most people know that Thaddeus Ross eventually becomes the Red Hulk. Uh, but is he really a villain? No, it's not even villains. It's just characters. Oh, I, th- I think you said villains. I was like, what? Red Hulk's not really a villain. Do you think he's actually going to become Red Hulk, though? I don't know. And part of me doesn't care. <laughs> oh, alright. So this might be a spoiler for later in the list, which I haven't read. But do you think the the uh, the leader will ever show up again? Who was the leader? Uh, you know the guy who turned Edward Norton into the Hulk in the Incredible Hulk movie? You want to something his... funny? I have not seen huh. that movie in years. I don't even know if uh. I've actually seen that movie. Well, actually, uh, I get a feeling the leader is going to be in the list later on. So, that's just... I'm not going to say anything more about him until I'm sure that he's not on the list. So, I mean, Red Hulk, I'd be fine seeing him in a movie. That sounds interesting. Uh, I like the guy who plays him. Uh, plays Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. But, yeah, I think... This article is already really stupid because that's something that pretty much everybody has noticed. But yes. hey, maybe maybe that's why he's at 15 because everybody probably already knows. But uh, I guess the what's true next? fans remember the true fans the won't true even know. Fans, casual fans don't don't know absolutely not. But true fans, even they don't know. So number 14 is Scorpion. He was in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, yeah, he was in the uh, post credit scene. There, was, He was literally the main part of the post credit scene. <laughs> why would we not know that? I haven't seen Homecoming, so that's why I'm laughing at that. Because, <laughs> yeah. the, rest, because the rest of this list is pretty stupid. No, freaking, he, like, the post credit scene of Spider-Man Homecoming uh, is Michael Keaton's The Vulture uh, getting sent to prison. Spoiler alert. Uh, if you haven't seen Spider-Man Homecoming, like Preston here, uh, walking up to somebody and you don't see who it is and then it pans around and it's revealed that it's scorpion and like he's he's like hey so it's uh it's uh we think that you know who spider-man is and vulture's like well i don't know who, where you heard that from showing that either he respects spider-man or he wants to be the one to kill him or maybe he just wants to keep his daughter safe any of those things possibly but yeah he doesn't give away spider-man's identity to scorpion you know what but, i like you know what I like going on in the DCU uh, you, or MCU going on right now is that mm. 
um, at the beginning of the MCU, they were really kill-happy, right? Mm-hmm. What I like now is that they have Michael Keaton going to jail. Dormammu, uh, or Dormammu, uh, he gets sent away. There's possibility for these people to come back. Yeah. Like, they probably won't, but there's possibility. I mean, uh, like, like they, they the did that even they did that even with like a Red Skull. Red Skull supposedly isn't dead. He's just, he was teleported somewhere else because it's the Tesseract. It teleports people through space. The issue is that Hugo Weaving definitely is not gonna come back for another movie where he has to wear red face paint all the time. I'll wear a mask this time. <laughs> Unless he's dead, then uh. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Like uh, uh freaking Aldrich Killian, uh, Ironmonger, Whiplash. They're all dead. But you know, uh, in the comic book universe, they, they, there's always a way to bring him back. They never yeah, I mean, die. And there's a way to bring him back, even in the uh, MCU. You got the, uh, the time stone, even and the, reali- in, and the even, reality stone. Even in the DC universe, where they're like, Batman's dead. He came back as a Black Lantern. He's not dead. He was teleported. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm just. To be fair, the the Marvel finds like more understandable ways around it dc is always no 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 you no he didn't die uh you saw he he teleported away at the last second what superboy prime uh destroyed the universe again and rebuild it superboy punched punched time again superboy stop punching time you little dickhead (laughs) okay number 13 adam warlock This one I can see again, the- again, <laughs> again. He was literally the post-credit scene of Guardians Two. Freaking. But here's she's- the thing, for ca- mm-hmm. people like who are casual fr- fans of things, like they might not no, know no, no, who no, Adam no, Warlock no, no, no. is. No, 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 That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. This is true fans. Freaking. That's what I'm. That's there- what I'm going to. That's what I'm going to. I'm like for the casual fans. Yes, they could go. Okay, I don't know who this thing is, and then when they reveal later, oh, that guy. But the true fans would fucking know this. Wait, when when was this article written? It had to be somewhat recently. Homecoming and Guardians 2 is yeah. on it. Yeah, if Guardians 2 is on it, like, the post credit scene is freaking the leader of the Sovereign going, I've created the perfect life form, and then it shows his cocoon, the famous cocoon that, uh, that freaking... Or coffin or sarcophagus, whatever you call it, that Adam Warlock is born from. Very famous symbolism from the comics. And she's like, I think I'll name him Adam. Oh no! It's you not want... like you beat me. It's not like you beat me over the head with who that is. I definitely wouldn't know. You want to know when this list was made? Huh? Two days ago. <laughs> March twentieth. How stupid do they think people are? Like anybody would be like. Oh, okay, so they're bringing in somebody named Adam, and he's apparently a big deal. Let's see, MCU, a- er, Marvel Comics, Adam. The first person who's going to pop up is Adam Warlock. Like, anybody who has any interest in knowing will find out after that. So, literally, anybody who this <laughs> we- who this article would be targeted towards is going to know who Adam Warlock is because they Googled it after seeing the end credit scene of that movie. <laughs> This, this is the best part about this is is this is really fun for me and this was a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number twelve. Um, I'm gonna need help pronouncing this name, but Amadeus Chow. All right, tell me who she is. He. Um, oh. <laughs> he's a Hulk person. Oh. He's not a Hulk person, but he's from. He looks like he's from the Hulk universe. It's A M A D E U S. Space C H O, Amadeus Cho. I just wait, wait. I butchered his oh. name. Ooh, ooh, um. He's okay. in the Karabo Re- Hulk. Yeah, uh, I think I know who you're talking about. Um, read read the scene that he's in, uh, if you can find that, because I think I might know who you're talking about. If they're talking about the uh, the pizza guy. Yeah, the pizza guy. They have a picture of him holding a pizza. Yeah, yeah. That's he's literally in ten seconds of a movie. Um. So yeah, this one's the only right one. So far. Yeah, and Amadeus <laughs> Cho is a he's a pretty uh basically he's is he Hulk's sidekick, I think? He's either a villain or he's Hulk's sidekick, something like that. 
But uh, yeah, yeah, I remember hearing He's about a that. He's a young, a while brilliant ago. scientist who takes uh, the mantle of of Hulk. Yeah. Um, is he supposed to be more Asian looking? <laughs> yes, he is supposed to be Chinese. Yeah, because he's, this is this is clearly he's a white not, guy. He's definitely not in the movie. He's, this um, is also, clearly a white guy with a pizza. <laughs> also, <laughs> he's oh, he's also literally just an extra in that movie. Um, he's shown I, for ten seconds. The only reason people know it's Amadeus Cho is because that's what he's listed as in the credits. <laughs> literally, the only reason why people don't know because they don't say his name. He looks nothing like him. They don't say his name. He looks nothing like him. He doesn't have a line. And in the comics, he hates pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, uh... I mean, good on them. They got one that I'll agree with. Alright, this is gonna be another one I'm gonna have problems pronouncing, but Madame Mescu. Spell it. Well, M-A-D-A-M-E. Well, yeah, I got Madame. Madame. M-A-S-Q-U-E. Madame Mask? Madame Mask. That sounds familiar. What's she from? Uh, she was in... The television series Agent Carter. Oh, that's why I don't know. I don't give a shit about the television series. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, trust me. If if she's in here, Stiltman's gonna be on here. Because Stiltman is in the, uh... Is in the, uh, Netflix series... Here's the thing, though. Like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter are the only two Marvel MCU things that I have no care about. I don't care. Like, Jessica Jones and all the apparently, Netflix series, I want to watch. Mm-hmm. Legion, apparently, I want to watch. Apparently, apparently, Agent Carter is really good, uh, but uh, apparently there's there's some good seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where it's, like, really good, but then there's some seasons that are super boring. So... Uh, it's worth it's worth watching Agent Carter. It's not worth watching Agents of Shield. Is basically what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I don't know who who Madame Mask is, so I guess you did it again, guys. Well, in the TV series, it looks like she's wearing some kind of dress. She has blonde curly hair, and in her artwork. And and wait for... wait, can I guess? And a mask. No. Shit. <laughs> she doesn't have a mask on at all. But in her comic book, she's holding a rocket launcher. She's wearing a black and white suit. Has a mask that looks kind of like like a not like a not painted uh, handsome Jack mask, mm-hmm. and then she has black hair. Yeah, that sounds so, badass. So completely different. Wait, what does she look like in the show? She has blonde curly hair. Oh. Or blonde wavy. I mean, hair, like, at least. like looks don't really like uh, to me. Like I was fine with uh, Michael J. Fox being cast as uh, Human Torch in Fantastic Four. The issue with that was just, like, it was a terrible movie. <laughs> I had one issue with it, and it was like, okay, so now Johnny, Johnny's adopted, or one of them's adopted? Like, yeah, why can't they, they be if, real if, siblings? No, I mean, even if they had, like, at least explained that, but they didn't. They were just like, yeah, no, this is a thing. They, like, even if they had been like, yeah, no, they're adopted, I would have been like, all right. Like, cool. find, find a young African-American woman to play Susan. I wouldn't mind I it. Mean, even then, it doesn't matter. Like, just make one of them adopted. That's fine. But just I have a problem with that though, because it's like so different. It doesn't change anything though. Really. It changes something to me. It just because it, it it's weird because the first comic books I read were Fantastic Four, and it was the old yeah. Fantastic Four. So it's I mean, like to, to me, it just doesn't really change anything whether or not they're adopted or not. Like, it's just they're still siblings. Uh, adopted siblings are still siblings, and like they'll still be like everything would have still played out exactly the same even if they were adopted not really it wouldn't play out there's differences like they they would still be brother and sister but there's like the adopted children grow up differently it's different i'm not even gonna say i mean you could still say that they like they they're just close like that still works like drake and josh were closest brothers i've ever seen and they were not actually related so hmm Whatever, dude. Whatever. I just thought differently about it. I was like, you should... You can't go halfway, okay? You can't go halfway with me. Um, Number 10, Nuke. Oh, uh, he was in Jessica Jones. Very prominently. Very, very prominently. Amazingly prominently. Like, he's one of the main baddies of season two. So. Immediately recognized. You guys are idiots. Okay, and I just haven't, keep going. Seen, 
Haven't seen much of Jessica Jones, so... Uh, basically, in the comics, Nuke is a guy with a an American flag tattoo on his face. Um, and he takes Reddit, He takes a red pill in order to, like... It's basically, he takes like, Reddit it's, really seriously, I thought you were about to say. No. <laughs> he does... Probably, probably. But um, he takes a red pill, uh, and that, like, activates all of his, like, just adrenaline and all that. It's basically, like, instant steroids. He's unstoppable. And then he takes a blue pill to calm down or else his heart explodes. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, number nine, Tinkerer. Tinkerer. Oh, yeah, he was in Daredevil, wasn't he? Uh, he was in Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, oh yeah, the Tinkerer. Uh, he built Vulture's uh, technology. Yeah, he's a fat guy. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, I mean, he was literally a driving part of the movie. Why would nobody, why would did somebody not say, notice did that? Did they call him the Tinkerer? They didn't call him the Tinkerer, but did they, they call him they, by they his did. actual name. There were references to him tinkering, like he, they said, "Hey, go tinker with your toys," and it's like, "Oh, that's pretty clever way to say that." I don't remember if they called him by his name, but it was pretty obvious that he was the Tinkerer. Like he's building these giant weapons and stuff out of alien technology. I remember the true fans won't even know. Oh yeah, that's the true fans. They will don't not even know. know. They're so the confused. Tinkerer. They're fucking in a room, and they're in a circular room looking for a fucking corner, okay? They like, don't even know. Oh my know. god! They're like, oh my god! Who was that fat guy that was tinkering with things? Hmm. Ready for Ooh, this man. next one? Huh? This next one I didn't know about until someone told me, but Charlie 27. Who's Charlie 27 again? He's in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I think he's one of the crew members with uh, Sylvester Stallone's people, maybe? Oh, is he is he one of the originals? Uh, yeah. Who's tr- what, what is he? The little robot head? No, he's the he's a big black dude that wears yellow, a yellow shirt. I actually don't know this one. With gun belts I, around him. I actually don't know this character at all. I mean, I didn't know him until like I read into the article that said uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I actually didn't know anything about this character. Uh, do you have any more information on him from the uh, article? Hmm. Let me read it in my head real minute. Um, this one was, was one of the original uh, Guardians of the Galaxy from the 31st century uh, and has been appearing in the comics since 1969. Really? In the film <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, Charlie 27 is portrayed by Ving Rams of Pulp, Fic- of Pulp Fiction. Um... As one, as a Ravenger faction leader. Hmm. So he's one of the leaders of the Ravengers. Yeah. Uh. So, I assume he's uh part of Sylvester Stallone's uh group because the Sylvester Stallone group was most of the original Guardians. Well, if he's if he's a leader, he's not part of his group, but like he's a Ravenger leader. So I'm guessing they're well, all yeah, going no. back together. No, because like at the, in the end credit scene, it's uh Sylvester Stallone uh bringing together the old crew basically. Because Sylvester Stallone's character is also an old, uh, freaking, um, guardian. Uh, he, but I can never remember his name because it's really, really stupid. Okay, you ready for the number seven? Yes. Hellcat. She's one of the leads in Jessica Jones. She's... She's in she's in more than half the episodes. Obviously she is. Obviously. What is wrong with these people? Freaking... Oh, it gets better. She's she's like they show her backstory. They show her origin story. And then they show her training freaking in like martial arts. Of course she's Hellcat. Obviously. <laughs> Ray for uh, number six. True fans will not know. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Are you ready for number six? I I don't know if I can be. Number six is Cold Blood. Oh, I actually might not know this. He's in Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. Uh, that um, might be that, that might be why because there's a lot going on in that movie. Um. I think he has he has the same thing that happens to um uh what's the girl what's what's the love interest of Iron Man again? 
uh, Pepper Potts? Yeah, Pepper. Uh, he has the oh, same powers as Pepper. Oh, has the, uh, the, the glowy lava thing? Yeah, going on with him, yeah. Speak, speaking of characters who, uh, you might not know are in there, uh, the wife. Or, not, the wife of, um, freaking Man-Thing is, uh, is one of, is one of the other henchmen for Aldrich Killian, uh, with the, uh, lava powers. And she even has the burn on the side of her face, which implies that, uh, that Man-Thing exists. Because in the comics, she got that burn because Man-Thing burns whoever he touches, like, mm-hmm. with contact, uh, unwillingly. And he accidentally touched his wife's face and it burned her. So that implies that she, that Man-Thing does exist and that she was burned by him. But anyways, continue what you were saying. Do you know who he is? Cold uh, Blood? Cold Blood? No. Yes. I, he's the other henchman, though, I assume. Yeah, he's the other henchman in the... He's like a bald dude in yeah, the movie. Yeah, I know, but, I, know, like, I, know, I know who you're talking about. I just don't know the character. But like in the comic book, he looks like some kind of like robot gunman. Is he like Zaz? Kinda? Like a hitman? I don't that's know. What, that's, what the, that's what the name implies. Because... Wait, what? Wait, if they're going with this... Why did if they're gonna go with one of these two people? Why not go with the more interesting one that implies that man thing, the guardian of the freaking like zero realm, is in the universe? Okay, so you ready for uh, his description? Yes. He was a United States Army uh, colonel who is blown to bits by a <laughs> landmine and put back together <laughs> using cybernetic implants through uh, We can secret... rebuild him. We can make him stronger. Through the secret government experiments wing known as Project Ultratech. So he's RoboCop. Basically. But then in the movie he is Lava Man. Again, if they're going to talk about, like, interesting characters, why not talk about the one that implies that man thing is in the universe? My, my thing is, I wonder if, like, they have the powers blow him up and he's rebuilt back into cyber cold-blood dude. Oh, they're definitely not bringing him back. They're definitely not, but I'm, like, just saying, like, why it would could you... happen. Why would you change a character so much? I mean, probably because nobody cares about cold-blood. But I, I mean, mean, I I asked who, which is a pretty solid indicator that they don't matter. But I mean, why don't he just go, like, like have him come in as like a cyborg thing, and then people will be like, okay, so who's the cyborg yeah, guy? Like, the MCU doesn't really like like that like they don't really have anything like that so far, like cyborgs and stuff. Taserface was more fucking represented well. <laughs> and and, and did you know the only reason James Gunn put Taserface in there was to kill him off? Because James Gunn, uh, in the ori- like when he after, right after the original Guardians of the Galaxy was released, uh, so, uh, he somebody asked him who they, he he would never ever put in a movie. He's like Taserface. Taser he said Taserface. He's like because Taserface is the worst comic book character of all time. So Does he, he have put like an in- interesting background though. Like he he was Taserface. Like, yeah. Like no. Something about Stark. Like he no. found like a Stark spaceship or something. Nope. Taserface is, in James Gunn opinion, Taserface is the worst comic book character of all time, and it's hard to argue because Taserface is so uninteresting. Um. So number five, the owl. Hmm. He's in the Daredevil Netflix series. All right. Keep talking. Um. I. Not watch much of the Netflix series, but like, um, with the way they were doing with Jessica Jones, I'm assuming he's prominent. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. Uh, if they had said the Gladiator, I would have had a fucking aneurysm. But nah, the Owl, I'm I'm not sure. But what's weird if is I've, in the comic book, he looks somewhat young. Like they don't have a good look at his face, but he looks somewhat young with hair. And do they and, have, do they have a picture of him in the uh, series? Yeah, it's this old dude. Old dude with glasses. Stick? Uh, no, not stick then. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, do they have a say? Do, are they saying anything about what he does in the show? Um, let me see here. As well portrayed by the amazingly talented actor Bob Guten. Um, was one of the minor villains in the first se- season of the Netflix series Daredevil. Some fans, fo- some fans may not have picked up that this 
character was, in fact, the owl. Actually, no, he was in uh, one of the episodes that I saw. He's, like, in one of the meetings with, like, all the crime bosses. Oh, he's one of the... Is he the uh, accountant? I don't think he's an accountant, but he was, like, the, the super old man. Like, I can, I can vaguely remember him, but Leland I Owsley. Um... I vaguely remember him. Oh, I remember this guy. Yeah, yeah, no, he got pushed down an elevator shaft, didn't he? Yeah, listen, dude, I saw two episodes of, uh, but it's not even that I think the series is bad, it's just that I never had time to really pick pick it back up. Um, I just saw two episodes of Daredevil, so. Yeah, um, yeah he got, I'm pretty sure he got shoved down an elevator shaft. Thanks uh, for spoiling that for me. Sorry, buddy. Uh, it came out, like, three years ago. But are you ready for number four, because this one's gonna make you mad. Um, yes. Starhawk. You're talking about Sylvester Stallone's character, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, I n- I can never remember the guy's name, which fair enough. Most char- most to- fans might not know his name, but they know who the hell he is. He's Sylvester fucking Stallone. <laughs> and he's one of the leading causes of the plot in Guardians 2. And, again, the end credits scene is entirely based around him. One of the end credit scenes. One of the five end credit scenes, to be fair. And true fans won't even know. True fans won't know that the guy played by one of the biggest actors of all time is an important character. CBR.com is becoming one of my favorite websites now. <laughs> Just because it pisses me off. <laughs> Just because it's so... Oh my god, number three. Are you ready for this? He was a main villain in the movie. Baron Zemo. Are you Baron Zemo. Yes. Number three, Baron Zemo. You mean the main villain in Civil War? Yes. The man who caused every single moment of conflict in that movie. Yes. To be fair, did uh, they ever call him Baron Zemo in that movie? Yes! <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> but I know he didn't look like Baron Zemo. I mean, they called him and, Zemo. And they called him what, Zemo, which is from, good enough. And from what I and, heard, he didn't act like Baron Zemo. I mean, because he acted about as much like Baron Zemo as you're going to get in something like the current MCU because it's more ba- grounded in reality with a little bit of cosmic and magic thrown in. I Baron's... really I really liked his character in the movie though. Yeah, he like it was a really well-written character and like it was adapted to fit this story. It kind of felt but, like I kind of agreed with him at some points too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But like what the fuck? CPR.com <laughs> The true fans won't even true know. True fans won't know who Baron freaking Zemo is. <laughs> Zemo. And they say his name multiple times in the movie. Uh, they say Zemo, to be fair. They never say Baron. Oh, clearly they won't know because they the forgot this. Imp- no. No, true fans. True fans won't know. <sighs> Are you ready for number two? Don't do that every time because this one I don't even know. I don't remember this guy. Raza Longknife. Wait, say that name again. Raza Longknife. Raza. I'm probably saying that wrong. Raza Longknife. Yes. Spell it out. R-A-Z-A space L-O-N-G K-N-I-F-E <laughs> Rats a long knife. <laughs> What's he from? Um, I'm looking, I'm looking. <laughs> it's just, it just shows a picture of a dude with a really long knife. Um, okay, I can understand why people wouldn't recognize him. He's, um... He's, uh, an Iron Man. He's in a terrorist group called the Ten Rings. 
Oh, uh, so he's one of the. Oh, oh, he's the uh, the guy with the face scar. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know his last name was Longknife. I knew his. I knew the name Raza. I if think. Comes... I think. I think comes... I was paying too much attention to Longknife. If he comes back, I really want him to have his weird eye technology yeah, his, thing that he has his, on him. His, his uh, Kano ripoff face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's very dead. Um, okay, so never mind. Yeah, but... Uh, it, How dead is he? Because he could come uh, back with all the cyber technology. On a scale of one to dead, he's dead. Um, but, like... I, like, obviously they weren't gonna, in the first freaking uh, MCU movie, have cyborgs. Because uh, that would be fucking mental. But Even I like how they... the first one is all about, like, cyborg human. Oh, uh, yeah, but, like, you don't want too much cyborg going on. Like, you already got Ironmonger and Iron Man. But, uh, yeah, but basically, I, I like that they referenced the, uh, the eye scar... The, uh, the robot eye thing, because they had him... They had the giant explosion that scarred half his face, which was a good little reference, but... I don't think he's that big of a character. But like, like I said, in comic books, you never know. You never know. Yeah, he could freaking kill Captain America tomorrow and nobody would know. Number one. You ready for this? Is it stupid? I don't really know because I don't remember the movie that well. What movie? Captain America, the first Avenger. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Bucky Barnes. I'm joking. I'm joking, it's not Bucky. I was really dead inside for a second. <laughs> Union Jack is like number one. Union Jack. I I know that name. Okay, so in the he's comic like, books he's, he has he's like a British Un- Captain America. Basically, in the comic books he looks like he's wearing a complete Union Jack with a ski mask on. Yeah. And he was in he he was in Captain America? Yeah, and the Captain America show he's wearing a red beret. He's holding a gun. And he's got a mustache. Are they thinking about Dum Dum Dugan? No, I don't think he was Dum Dum Dugan. No, Dum Dum Dugan was actually in that movie too, though. Um, which makes me sad because that means Dum Dum Dugan's dead. Or is he? Yes. <laughs> Unless he also somehow got frozen in ice, in which case ice is the leading freaking <laughs> like plot point of every MCU movie. Black Panther was saved by ice, Captain America was saved by ice, Bucky was saved by ice. Everybody gets saved by ice. <laughs> Union Jack comes back. <laughs> but yeah, uh what what like what scene was he in? Can you find that? Um Fallsworth, however, has existed outside the comics and made a cameo appearance in Captain America the First Avenger as a British POW uh, held captive by Hydra, the original Union Jack never dons the superhero moniker or costume in the film, but J.J. Fields' cameo is a wonderful nod that uh, many fans missed. But how do they know it was him? Probably end credits. <laughs> that Union Jack, uh, or just his like a- alias. Uh, I don't his know. Real name. Why is that number one? Probably because fucking we didn't even know. Yeah, fair enough. But there were a few the of these. The true that... fans wouldn't know. I, I it's mean, the only one I think the true fans wouldn't know. Yeah, because who cares about you? I, no, I shouldn't say that. I'm pretty sure British people care about Union Jack, maybe. Or maybe Ross a long knife too was a good one. But Baron Zemo, yeah. really number three, Baron Zemo. Hellcat was the annoying one for me. That one broke me. Baron Zemo and Starhawk broke me because I was like, what, what, really? (laughs) What was the other one that made me rant? Hellcat and another one made me just rant. Baron Zemo, Uh, Starhawk. I didn't didn't really rant about Starhawk. I was just like, really? Come on, guys. Hellcat pissed me off because it's like, she's one of the main characters. Nuke? What the fuck? Oh, there was... uh, Scorpion was annoying. Adam Warlock. That one, that one, oh my god. That, that, that's the one I ranted about. Oh, uh, but, bottom of, bottom of the line, guys, CBR is an amazing website. Uh, they're our sponsor of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, let's go through this list and see how many that the real casual fans, and right. like, not even right. the true fans would know. 
it, wait, all right. So if I if I think tr- most people would know that I'll give it a brr, and if I think that it's something that they actually got right and they're doing a good job, I'll gi- I'll give it a nice big ding. All right. Okay, Red Hulk. Burnt. Scorpion. Burnt. Adam Warlock. Burnt. Amadeus Cho. Ding. <laughs> Madame Mask. Ding. That one I'm going to say because we don't really know. Yeah, that's why Most I give it a ding. Watch. Just because I don't know who she is. Nuke. Burnt. Tinker. Burnt. Charlie 27. Ding. Hellcat. Burnt. <laughs> now you just sound like a sheep. <laughs> Cold blood. Ding. The owl. I think I give. I think I'll give that a ding. Starhawk. Oh wait, no, Ow- Owsley. No, actually, never mind. Burnt. Starhawk. Burnt. But would would they really know if he's Starhawk or not? <laughs> to be That's debated. Keep, keep going. Back to is like. I, like I, I'll give it a. I'll give it a. Burning. Like him. I give it a burning. All right, burning. Baron Zemo. Bah. <laughs> Raza Longknife. Ding? Do, pe- do people know who he is is the question. Like, if you know who he is, it's obvious. If you don't know who he is, then you won't know. And Union Jack. Ding. I heard more bras than dings, so... There were certainly more bras than dings, uh, just because this was an awful list. Um, I can't wait to see what you find next for me uh, next week, I guess. Is this a weekly thing? The, honestly, the articles aren't even that good. It's just description of what they are in the comics and the description of their scene. I mean, what else are they gonna do? To be fair, like they're not even but, saying uh, how, like how, like oh, if this guy's way in the background, if you blinked, you would have missed it. The only reason why we know is because in the end credits, like they even say that. Yeah, like it, it would be helpful if they explained why they know who is who. Uh, like the the Union Jack one, like it sounds like it was just a British prisoner of war. How do you know that was Union Jack? Uh, assumedly like, the end credits. Unless he's like, I really love that Union Jack. <laughs> I really love that Union Jack. I wish I could wear it on my chest. I and wish a I mask, could dress maybe. like a Union Jack. I wish I, I wish I could sew the Union Jack to my throat and wear a ski mask. That would be bloody brilliant, mate. I'd but, replace uh, my balls with the Union Jack. Fucking love me some tea, don't I? Uh, that was more Australian. But, um... Yeah, like, that was just a terrible list. Uh, that so was what do... the most god-awful list. <laughs> like, the last list, that we, the reason why we did this, because I read them a list before. What was that list like? Um, shit, what was it? Oh, my God. It was, uh, it was comic something. Oh, it was uh, comic heroes that need their own movie. Yeah, and, like, half of them you didn't. It was, even Mar- it was Marvel heroes that need their own movie, and half of them you were like, that person isn't that important, and then like yeah. the other half, half were like, I half, don't even know who these people are. <laughs> half these people were either unimportant or a waste, because or like, you didn't they had... know who they were. <laughs> yeah, because they were. It was basically the same website. That's the, and the the article was clearly written by somebody being who's trying to be like, oh, I know more about comics than you because I'm so cool. Um, look, I know about the uh, I don't know about superhero uh, freaking Spider Man's um. What was it Legion of Foes or something like that? Yeah, Spider-Man, the the real villains the, of Spider-Man, whatever they're called. Yeah, like where it's just all of Spider-Man's major villains, but it's not the Sinister Six because that would be too mainstream. <laughs> it was just really annoying. Or my favorite was um, they had Black Widow at number one. I'm like, listen, Black Widow is great. I expect her to be on the list. I can think of a million characters who probably deserve yeah, I mean, their own movie before not, Black she, Widow. She definitely deserves her own movie, but I don't think she should have been number one on that list. Yeah, like, if you take and the she's Hulk... Also, apparently she's also getting her own movie, and I'm fine with that. If you take the Hulk movie with um, the original one, the first one, that kicked this all off, if you take that one out of the equation and say, oh, he needs his own movie now, yeah, then he would probably be number one. I mean, The Incredible Hulk still counts as MCU canon. 
I'm surprised uh, the leader. I, uh, back to, since I said I was going to talk about, it, I'm surprised the leader wasn't on the uh, list. I mean, they put fucking Baron Zemo on that list uh, of people who you didn't know uh, were in it. But basically, the leader is somebody who was affected by gamma radiation uh, when and in the Incredible Hulk. The, there's this nerdy scientist who is helping the Hulk, like helping Bruce Banner become the Hulk again because he can't. Either that or he's trying to help him stop being a Hulk. Something like that. And uh, the guy who eventually becomes Abomination comes in. And he smashes up the lab. And this vial of the Hulk's blood falls into a cut on the leader's face. And you can mm-hmm. see his head his head starts to like pulse. And he starts turning green. And then you never see him again for the rest of the movie. Um, but in the comics, the leader is basically a super smart telekinetic version of the Hulk. Except less strong. And he's one of Hulk's like most dangerous villains. Most well known. And like it, and uh you know how in the Avengers when Black Widow finds Hulk or finds Bruce Banner, she's like he's she's like, A lot of people have been looking for you. Uh well Joss Whedon actually confirmed that when she said a lot of people have been looking for you, it was supposed to be an allusion to the leader. Uh, searching around the world to find Hulk to be like, you turned me into this. But they just never followed up on it. Uh, can I ask you a question? Why is the Red Hulk red? Um, Because comic books. Why is okay. the Grey Hulk grey? Okay, never mind. I thought there might be an actual reason for him being red. Uh, why is the Grey Hulk grey? Why is, why, do, do you know why uh, Hulk was originally what, what was made green? Green with envy. I don't know. It was the easiest to print. There you go. That's that's literally why Super Saiyan hair is blonde because they didn't have enough ink to fill it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah. My God. Uh, so are we winding down the episode now? Yeah, but I want to say one more thing about this list. Maybe if it was like fifteen X Men, you didn't notice in the X Men movies. Like, maybe I would be more okay with that, because, like, there's so many X-Men yeah, in the X-Men universe, and they just fly them into these movies, like, in like, one-offs. Like Bishop. Yeah, like Bishop, basically. And, uh, Darwin. Darwin is a really cool character who died, like, immediately in X-Men, uh, first class. Uh, you remember who Darwin is, right? Yeah, yeah, the guy who can adapt to everything. Yeah, that's a really, really cool power. And then they're like, nah, nope, kill the black get guy. get murked. Get murked. <laughs> kill the black guy. Or one of my favorites is, like, Jubilee is in the background of every uh, X-Men movie, but does nothing. She, oh, wait, she... Jubilee... Jubilee was in the X-Men movies? Yeah, she, well, she was, in, she was in the Apocalypse one. She had, like, really? a talking role and everything, but they didn't have her really? fight Apocalypse. Yes. Wait. So wait. So they put Psylocke in the X Men movies, but not Jubilee. I don't even like Jubilee, but I know that she's a major character. Yeah, she was. She was like she, in the original one. She was like in the background. All it was to tell you that she was Jubilee was she blew bubblegum and she was Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who played her? Not even that. I I probably could figure out who played her in um the Apocalypse movie, but the other ones there she was like she was like meant to have a role in one of the movies, but then they decided to cut that. Wasn't originally supposed to be like Jubilee was the one who uh, met uh, Wolverine when he was cage fighting or something? Well, the th- whole thing about that is, is they they basically affirm that the whole rogue uh, Wolverine relationship in those movies is basically just Jubilee and uh, Wolverine. Yeah, because Ju- Jubilee's his sidekick, basically. Yeah, that, that, that's what I thought. Was it supposed to? Be, it was supposed to be uh, Jubilee instead of Rogue, but I think Rogue and Wolverine make a better pairing, honestly. Because Rogue has a more interesting and, like, tragic character. Whereas Jubilee's just like, I make explosions. But that's the thing. Because, like, it's, like, two tragic characters. Like, that's why Robin is Batman's sidekick. Because Robin is the light to Batman's dark. Yeah, I know. But, like, it's just... I I, I really like the first two X-Men movies. First two. Yes. Uh, I li- and then I liked the Days of Future Past and I liked First Class. Apparently, I'm starting an X-Men rap. But, um, other than that, I think they're all pretty... Eh. Uh, the, the Logan movie is supposed to be really good. I oh, Lo- see that. Logan. Oh, I forgot about Logan. Logan is astounding, 
but I keep uh, I don't count it as part of that universe because it's so amazing and pristine that I wanted to keep it away from the filth that is the rest of the X-Men universe. <laughs> Apocalypse is probably my least favorite just on the principle alone of what goes so on in that movie. It was so boring. Not even that. My biggest break with that movie is I don't know much about the Marvel universe, but I know about the X-Men. I know about Apocalypse. Apocalypse, Thanos, and Apocalypse are probably even. Yeah, but then they, they just didn't... Rookie mutants beat a fucking god. <laughs> rookie mutants. My issue with uh, Apocalypse... My, my issue with Apocalypse, the character, not the movie, is that for some reason, he's the first mutant, right? That's That's his thing. Yeah. Why does the why does the first mutant have literally every power? Like because logically, every like, power stems off of no. him. Logically, wouldn't the first mutant have like just the weakest mutation? Because you don't start off like when people were inventing things, they didn't, they weren't like, oh hey, look a nuke. Oh, yeah, here's a wheel. He was he was born <laughs> with the powers, and then the powers spread the, from him. The powers of everything. I don't, I don't know. Something about that just doesn't work for me. But yeah, like. Just, Logan is my favorite superhero movie, but I don't count it as... I also, I also like the second Wolverine movie, where he goes to Japan. I thought that one was pretty oh, good. Oh, I forget about that movie a lot. It was just, it was good, but it was forgettable. It has the Steel Samurai, or whatever his name is in it. Ah, uh, Silver Samurai. Silver Samurai. Yeah, it was just, yeah, to me it was just forgettable. Like, it was not bad, not great, not anything. Another like bad one is uh, Wolverine. <laughs> Well, you uh, mean X Men Origins, Origins Wolverine. Wolverine? Yeah. No, that was the that was the best Marvel movie of all time. Yeah, they should have kept Deadpool silent for the rest of his life. Yeah, make Deadpool not talk. You know what my favorite in you know what my favorite Marvel end credit scene is. When uh when Deadpool opens his eyes at the end of that movie, implying that that version of the character is still alive and walking around in the X Men universe. Nope. <laughs> nope. Time imagine, change. Imagine if he shows up and fights Deadpool. Oh my god. That would be so meta. That would be so great. He's the yellow Deadpool. Like, that's all <laughs> fucked up. No, he's not Deadpool even like yellow Deadpool. Deadpool. He, he, he's just fucked up Deadpool. He's just like bad uh, corporate version of Deadpool. Yeah, but I, re- I, remember, I remember there was a comic book where it was like Deadpool versus Deadpool. It was like a yellow Deadpool with his arms like all backwards and shit. Yeah. That should be him. He's the yellow Deadpool. It's Deadpool versus Deadpool, and the good Deadpool wins. Maybe he that's what to. they were. Maybe that's actually what they were doing all along. Oh yeah, sure. That's what they're planning. They would totally claim that. You know it. That is another thing. They butchered that character. Like, like that's another thing. I have so much problems. Like comic book movies changing a character's powers and everything. Like, okay, so it's cool. All his powers that he has, where he's like. He's got the long katanas coming out of his thing, out of his arms, like their uh, Wolverine claws. But it's not Deadpool. But it's not fucking Deadpool. Yeah, like I'm fine with you changing, like altering a character's powers or just like changing it a bit. Because like, let's like Baron Zemo. He had a really cool character in Civil War, but they changed it a lot from the comics. That was fine because it was still a good character. You can change a character as long as it's still good. Deadpool in that movie was garbage not because he was deadpool and he was nothing like deadpool but because it was just a garbage character like i would have been like fine that's deadpool who gives a shit they'll probably fix it in the next movie if it had been a good character but it wasn't it was just well we need a final bad guy for the movie and eh, let's should, throw this guy in they should have just kept him like not even just keep him on the movie like that opening scene where um yeah ryan like, reynolds it, what, is fighting yeah, that was vi- that should have been that, it. That that was very Deadpool esque the way he acted in that in that opening scene. Yeah, and I loved his character then. And then they're like, then he goes, Wade Wilson, and this is before I really even knew who Deadpool was. Like I was a little vanilla like comic book fan, but I watched that scene with him doing the swords and doing all the cool shit. I'm like, he's cool, awesome. Then he comes back as a silent, like bald, weird looking guy. I'm like. Is that really what the character's like? And then I looked up Deadpool, I'm like, no, he's like the awesome guy at the beginning. Yeah, and like, the thing is, forget, like, at the beginning of the movie, he was very spot on. He was a mercenary who talked too much. He was literally a merc with a mouth. Deadpool's whole thing. 
And then the rest uh, of the characters, I didn't even know who they were, except for the blob. Uh, and even then, the blob was not even close to comic accurate. The blob is supposed to be a cannibalistic freak, but this guy was just fat. Well, most times when they adapt the blob, he's just fat. <laughs> I want to see the full-on cannibalistic psychopath blob, because he is a cool, terrifying character. You are here, guys. BB thinks cannibalism is cool. When it's when it's being portrayed as a villain who's also terrifying. Like I think Killer Croc is also super cool. Anyways, we should wrap this up. Uh any yeah. last anything last do you want to leave the folks? Uh CPR is a garbage website and anybody who uses it is a faggot. <laughs> My last quotes uh well, you shouldn't really say that. <laughs> it's okay, guys. I'm part gay. Oh my god. Um CBR is an amazing website, and if you have a friend who hates top tens but loves comic book stuff, you should definitely read them those lists. Because <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, well, anyways, I'm P. He's B. I'm B. And we're out. Peace. Peace.